Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 on KATX and KWBY, as Angela Robinson joins Terry Slavens to share important financial information to help you live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, estate and tax planning, and much more, all covered now on Life Planning Planning 101. And welcome into Life Planning 101 right here on KTX KWBY. Terry Slavens with you on this marvelous Monday morning and Angela Kennedy Robinson also with us on yes. this marvelous Monday morning. We have a great topic today. I had a, uh, a visit with a gentleman and his wife, and we've been working with them probably close to 20 years now, and did all of their planning, obviously. They came through the seminars that we did many, many, many years ago where we used to host them through McMurray, and um, they were in that three-night class, and they still you know, abide by keeping their budget. They still do the same things that they did when they started with us, wow. which is pretty phenomenal. And so um, you know, we're, we're at a later stage in their retirement, and we were having a conversation, and a few years ago when you would talk to this couple, they were all about being able just to spend their money and enjoy their life. And the table really turned in this conversation. And what was kind of disturbing was this is a very successful family. And he said, I realize now that I need to position this money so that it'll take care of my children in their retirement. And he said they obviously did not get the same abilities that I had, the same lessons that I had. And he said, did I fail them? What did I do wrong? Because here they are successful in their own accord, but they have nothing. And it disheartened me in a sense because here's a a couple, and if you knew them, I mean, just absolutely wonderful couple. And actually, we do know their children, and they're wonderful children, they're wonderful people, but something missed, something got amiss there, because obviously the concern is real, and it is true. And so I took that, and I I went to researching and kind of looking at some things, and I think this is a concern for a lot of people out there. If you go and you look at the biggest financial concerns, usually it's not running out of money, health care costs, or children. So it's in those top three financial concerns anywhere you look on different, you know, websites and Googles and this and that. So, you know, why is it such a big concern? What, what is the big deal? Well, you know, if you actually went back and, and you looked at uh, statistics, you know, and there's there an old saying about short sleeves to short sleeves in three generations, right? Right. Um, meaning the people that make the wealth usually don't carry it down through a couple generations. And that is so true because there is a study that was done recently um, by Williams Group Wealth that said about 70% of wealth is lost by the second generation, 90% by the third. So, you know, what are we doing wrong as a society if that's the case, right? What, not what planning. Is, yeah, not planning. What, what's <laughs> going on? Because, you know, if you work so hard for what you have in the legacy built, do you want to see it disappear after you're gone? And moreover, you know, forget the legacy that you've built. What do you want for your children? What's important to you for them and what should you be passing on to them? Should it be money or should it be intellectual capital? 
and which is more important, right? Which is worth more, you know, and I think this is something that we have to really take a step back and look at ourselves in the mirror because, you know, we always say progress starts by telling the truth. And I think we're always defiant to the fact that our family could have issues. We always say our family's different. Well, there's an old rule of thumb that we've applied by forever that says, you know, if you have made X amount of dollars and saved X amount of dollars, then when you inherit, you can inherit that same X amount of dollars and be able to have the wherewithal and the appreciation to take care of that money and to make sure that it's managed appropriately. If it goes beyond that number, typically there's some issues there because they don't know what it took to save it. They don't know what it took to get it to where it is today or to protect it, right? And then there's this disattachment. You know, we talk about this all the time on the show about, are you emotionally attached to your own money? Most people are. Right. And part of the psychology behind that is because you work so dang hard to get it, right? So if you weren't the one that works so dang hard to get it. It's easier to spend it. It's easier to spend it, right? We've just disinherited that emotional attachment to it, which... What is that all about? Well, here's some other statistics I found interesting when I was researching. Okay, so 78% of people out there today that have over $3 million of investable assets feel that their children are irresponsible and not going to be able to take care of their wealth. 78%. Okay, that was done by U.S. Trust. That's a big number, right? Brings me back to a story I remember from um, years ago. We had a a gentleman come in our office and he said, I really need to bring my boys in here because I just feel like something's wrong. And he was right. He ended up dying about a month later. And he said, "I, I know something's wrong. Went to the doctor, couldn't find anything. And so he brought his two boys in. And he said, okay, kids, you know, here's what I want you to be able to do. And if you do this, you know, this will be here for your retirement, be able to take care of you. And yada, 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 right? So all that happened, dad died, boys came in. I don't even think it was a couple weeks after the funeral was over, maybe not even that long, pulled out everything. One had plans to do this, 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 and one had plans to do this, 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 this. And, you know, they said, dad just didn't understand, Dad did understand. Dad did understand, and that's exactly what that's exactly what we told them. Dad did understand, you know, and that is so true. So, what is that disconnect? What is going on with that, and why does that happen? Right, going back to that survey of those U.S. trusted with people with three million of investable assets or more, sixty-four percent have disclosed little or nothing about their financial situation to their children. There's a big aha, right? Yeah. So when we come back to the show, what we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about some of the problems that are in our current society that we feel like are causing this and then some possible solutions. It all continues right here on Life Planning 101 on KTX KWBY. Segment two, Life Planning 101, Angela. Right. And we're talking about the financial situation of your children and grandchildren. And you know, I think, um, you know, we've at Kennedy Financial Services, obviously, we've been planning since 1989. Um, the stories go a lot further back than that because, you know, your dad. dad have a story, yeah, no, it? no stories, right? And since the 70s. That's, that's exactly right. So we've seen a lot of generational transfer through the years. And, you know, I think that makes us a very valuable player in this area because we kind of help people avoid 
a lot of pitfalls and most of them have nothing to do with the money. They have everything to do with the emotions and we focus so much on that. And that's you know why we call it a lot life planning. But I do think you have to pay attention to the money because the money, even though the money shouldn't be the focus, the money can actually ruin the family. Right. And I think we have to remember that sometimes we, we don't want to. Well, you have but, a situation where a three million dollar estate, which is good i mean yes. okay especially uh, for you know one two three kids inheriting it right but then you have three kids they each inherit a million you have one child that is irresponsible that's right and then you have the other two who were responsible and now the irresponsible one's mad because he has nothing yes. or she and the other yes. two are prospering yes and there's so many questions around that and so many how do i do this how do i do that and you know my dad always likes to say all of our children are dysfunctional and he always says that right in front of me um <laughs> but you know all of my children are always dysfunctional. About Aaron, right? <laughs> obviously right uh, but, um it's just a matter of how dysfunctional each of them is and right. you know that is true we all have dysfunctions everybody um, does. everybody does and you know we have to be open we have to be willing to to face those dysfunctions to fix anything because if you don't lay it on the table you don't lay the truth on the table how can you ever move forward if you're unwilling to even look at the truth in the face and i think that's the biggest part of this is that you know that's why when you look back at that study before we left for the break with u.s trust that 64 percent of these people that have over $3 million in investable assets haven't even said anything to their kids or their grandkids. They are, th think about that, right? And it's no wonder, here's a follow-up statistic on that from Investment News, 66% of people that inherit money fire their parents' advisors. 66%. That's a real Einstein move. Yes, it is. So you think about the logic here. It doesn't match up, right? So why is this happening? What What is actually causing this? Well, number one, we see that there's no communication between parent and second generation. And that is a hard one because I remember those teenage years and when you would actually be able to be understanding that, you know, what you could do, that's a hard one to overcome. But think about it this way too, okay? In our great nation today, there's 368,000 billboards, 1,286 daily newspapers, 7,216 magazines, 1,767 commercial TV stations, 15,503 radio stations, 600,000 to a million new books published every single year, 85 billion pieces of junk mail delivered each year. More on election years. Right. And then, <laughs> and then to add to all of this, we haven't even mentioned websites. In 1998... There were 26 million web pages. 20 years ago. Yes. 2000. That number was a billion. Today, there's over 1.3 trillion websites out there. A trillion isn't even a fathomable number for us. So I, I actually broke this down because it's like, okay, what is actually, what is a trillion? I got to get this in my head, right? So think about one second. 1,001. Gone. Right? So to get to 1,000 seconds, just 1,000, it takes 15 minutes. To arrive at a billion seconds, it takes 32 years. Wow. To get to a trillion, you ready for this? 32,000 years. 32,000 years. Yes. So I want you to think about the information overload that your children are receiving. Is it good information? Is it bad information? How do they know? How do they sort through it? How do I invest my retirement? And I promise you seven things are going to pop up. Is any of those the right fit for them? Do they know that? You know, when you think about this, I take it back to the medical profession all the time. Let's say that you broke your leg and you needed to go get to the hospital and get it x-rayed and get a cast put on it. 
Okay. Are you going to be at home Googling the best way to x-ray your own leg, cast your own leg, or does that just even sound ridiculous? Ridiculous. It's ridiculous, right? Okay. So why do that with your money? Right. And we do it all the time with our money. We do it all the time. Everybody does it with their money. We all do it with our money. We've done it with our health. You know, we'd we always Google symptoms. We Google, Google symptoms and we get scared to death, nearly have a heart attack because what we just read and we go to find out it's, oh, it's just a cold. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but this is what happens. And, and your kids, think about them. How much more time did they spend on their smartphones and devices than you do or ever did? Right. Okay. So we're creating this waterfall effect just to set up just damage. And how are we going to create some damage control here? Because that's what needs to happen. Because your kids have been exposed to all kinds of things. And it doesn't matter if your, your kids are the ones in their 50s, if they're the ones in their 40s, if they're the ones in their 30s, 20s, or whatever. They're all in that generation of this right here information overload so how do you how do you know what to do how do how are you able to overcome this how are you able to start having those conversations that need to be had because is it important to you that your children know how to use your money to benefit them and their grandkids or their kids or is it not important and you just want to see it wilted away very interesting. Yes. When we come back, we're going to give you some answers, believe it or not, right here on Life Planning 101. Final segment already, Life Planning 101 on this marvelous Monday. Angela has solutions for us Yes, today. solutions right here from our very own um, Life Planning 101 show. Very seldom do we get to talk about solutions. And the reason why is because everybody's situation is so unique. Right. But I think this is a common thread. We live in a world that the wealth is in the older generations or very young generations. The middle ground doesn't have it, okay? And then we have, you know, all these older generations that are worried about their kids and their grandkids getting the money. And no wonder, because they don't talk to them about it, <laughs> number one. 64%. Um, right? The kids are dysfunctional in one way or another. Obviously, that's probably the reason they don't talk to them about it, right? Um, <laughs> those kids are also underinsured, whether it be life insurance, disability, long-term care, whatever it is. They haven't taken care of their needs for their family. Won't ever happen to me. Yep, won't ever happen to me. They're underfunded in every way. Bankrate actually has some great stats on this. 31% of people is all that have an emergency savings in our country. Three out of ten. Three out of ten. Ouch, And what did I hear on the news news just this past week that record high credit card debt? That's right. Half of Americans save less than 5%. And they should be saving 20. 20 to 30. Yeah, absolutely. After after last week's show with Medicare and Social Security, Terry, just raise your number. Okay. Yes. <laughs> just raise it. People in their 50s. <laughs> yeah, your needs probably needs to be 50%. <laughs> um, anyway, but, you know, the truth is, is that this hurts. This hurts to talk about and try to figure out a solution because how do you Get back to being a parent for your children when they've been out of the house for 20 years or 30 years even. And how do you recircle without them feeling like you're trying to control their situation? You know, they're going to have mixed emotions about this. And obviously, you want to control your money and you want to control what's going to happen to it. So there's a lot of battling that, that occurs. And, you know, our solution has always been, you know, start with the basics, 
Start with the fundamentals. You know, communication is key, obvious, and that that needs to happen. But more importantly, remember that old rule I said that if if you've been able to earn and save that amount of money, you can inherit that amount of money safely and be able to take care of it. So get your children to doing what you did. Get your children to focus on what's most important, creating that budget, creating that foundation plan that the what ifs, that covers the what ifs, making sure that their estate plans are in place or their life insurance is in place or, you know, they've got a proper amount of retirement money going back every single month, whatever that is. Let them be a financial steward of their own money. Isn't that the best solution? Because when they get it, what are they going to act like with that new money? It's going to be just the same that's I mean, exactly it's status quo it's the status quo right so it's not going to be all new everything's new think about that if they've ever had to create a plan for themselves everything's brand new so you know how do you do that well over the last few years we've made this a huge center because we've seen this we've seen this problem over and over again so we've made it a focus to be able to help the next generation through all their crazy life whether it's managing their children and trying to get a career going and when it's most not important to make it easy on them you know we've gotten technology tools that are just wonderful we have an online life planning software that moves with you daily virtually tells you where you are at on a daily basis and what it's going to look like if you save an extra hundred bucks a month and you can play with it at your house. If you don't want to play with it at your house, you just have an advisor to be able to tell you what to do. But it's accessible to you. It keeps your budget for you. Okay. When it, I mean, my gosh, that's wonderful. You feed your bank account in there. It shows you everywhere that you're spending money and what you're spending on. So you and your spouse can be able to go through and say, is this sustainable? Can we do this or, or do we need to be able to make adjustments, right? And, you know, let them go through, even though, the, even though the tools are different, let them go through the same process. It's still the same process of when you hand wrote your budget many, 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 many years ago. You know, Terry, you were talking about how your dad always gave your mom the money and she had to, she managed everything financially. Well, I'm sure she did that with a paper right. and a pen, you know, <laughs> back in the day. A ledger book. Yeah, a ledger book. Exactly. So even though the tools are different. The process is still the same, and it still has to happen the same. They still got to be able to come to the, the same uh, place. You know, that's why we've implemented uh, online life insurance calculators, online life insurance quoting. I mean, we do it all there. So, ki- you know, kids or whoever, whatever generation you belong to, whatever you feel most comfortable with, you can sit around with a trusted source and be able to do it. You know, we've been writing articles for over a decade now. One a week. You can add that up in your head, right? That's a lot of information that's accessible on our website. Why do we do it? Because there's all this information overload. And how do you know what to sort through? Well, if someone wants to look up on something on just simply putting money back in a 401k and what they need to do on their savings, they can Google that on our website and be able to come up with something. So, you know, I think one of the biggest things that you can do for your children today is introduce them, open that door to your trusted advisor today. Don't wait till the end of life. Don't wait till they may, you know, be one of those 66% that take the money out and do something else with it. Do it today. Help them build their foundation on their goals and what's important to them. Plan without the inheritance so that when they get the inheritance, they know how to be able to take care of it. And that's, I mean, if as kids you've struggled, you, you maybe not struggled, but live paycheck to paycheck. That's right. And then all of a sudden you have this influx of cash coming home. How do you know how to handle it? And what are you going to, oh, 
buy a new truck. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. You know, in addition to this, and, and, you know, this goes back to that emotional aspect you brought up earlier in the show, Terry, and it is so important. We have focused on building a team of people that we bring into what we call dire situations when we do have severe dysfunctionality. Um, so, you know, family relationships and large amounts of wealth that can probably never be handled by the kids. And these include, you know, family retreats. We have family counselors. We have trustees that we use. We've got a diversity of advisors in our own office. You know, there are people that want to talk to a woman. Well, thank God I'm a woman, right? There are people that, you know, a young millennial may not want to talk to anybody else but another millennial. Mm. Well, we've got millennials. Or if, some want to just talk to your dad that's right and there are those that don't want to talk to anybody without a solid full head of gray hair no offense um, but that is so true two weeks in a row yes two weeks <laughs> in a row i'm just lambasting yes sorry um but anyway um you know the thing is is that you want to be able to open that door so they have a place of trust and you need to know and you need to be comfortable with the fact that what they share with their advisor is none of your business just like yours is none of their business. Right. But the truth is, is that you need to open the door for that confidant. So what's most important? Is it knowing their business or being able to know that they're going to be okay after you're gone? Make sure they're okay. That's right. Make, make sure, sure they're taken care of. Make sure they're okay. So follow us on Twitter, our KFS Life Planning Weekly Poll. Are your children and grandchildren receiving good financial advice today? They That's need to be. One. They need to be, right? So make it your focus. Make it your time. I know Easter season's coming up. It's a good time to talk about it. It's a good time to bring it up. My name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services here in the great town of Eastland, Texas. God bless everyone. Have a great week. And join in next week at Life Planning 101. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 830 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on KATX and KWBY for more Life Planning 101. Advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Calton & Associates, Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Kennedy Financial Services, Incorporated is an independent of Calton and Associates Incorporated and Smart Money Group, LLC.